My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, it's good to be home after having traveled as wonderful as it was to be in Southern California and celebrating a, uh, a beautiful marriage there. It's good to be home. There's nothing like home. Within a four-day window this past week, I married a couple and then buried a parishioner of ours. Went from crowning to burying and sealing the grave. The one who passed away is our, was our beloved parishioner, what I, who I was always called to her, my lamb, Roxana, the aunt of Dominic Suchu. She would always come Saturday evenings for the most part, and she'd sit over on that side. But I'd been reflecting at the wedding, and, and then as we were burying her, particularly when they were tamping the grass before we sealed the grave. And I was thinking of St. Paul's words in his letters to the Ephesians, or the Philippians, excuse me. He said, I wish to know Christ and the power of His resurrection. I wish to know Christ and the power of His resurrection. We have a wonderful gospel today, a gospel about Jesus raising the son of a widow. We see how Jesus was moved with compassion and stopped the party and touched the boy and raised him. And everyone rose up in a, a clamor saying, a prophet has risen among us, God has visited his people. And they're saying this because they remembered what happened earlier on in their history about how Elijah and later Elisha would both raise a child that had died. The raising of the body is certainly a magnificent thing, but that's not the real miracle. I wish to know Christ and the power of His resurrection. As I reflect on those words and I look in the Scriptures for today, I see one word that stands out, and that's compassion. Compassion He had. What is the power of the resurrection that it has to do with compassion? And this is it. It's not in the fact that Jesus raised some from the dead. It's who He was. It was God in the flesh that stood among them. It was God in the flesh that touched the child, the young man, and raised him up. That is the power of the resurrection. That God became a small child. That He lived a life of a man. That He would suffer. That He would die. And then rise. We see another raising Jesus does later on. When He raises Lazarus. That's the last gospel I read before we seal the tomb. And we see again 
the power of the resurrection. Jesus comes up and He sees the crowd all weeping. And it says that He is moved with the deepest emotions and then speaks the words, the shortest verse in the Gospels, He wept. He wept. God became man so He could weep. God became man so He could touch. God became man so He could speak. God became man so He could be united with us. God became man so that He could destroy the gates of Hades and raise us from the dead. The power of the resurrection is love. Love is what compelled, to use our human, you know, anthropomorphism, our human words in the mouth of God, love is what compelled him to do all that he did. Love compelled him to be a child. Love compelled him to be a, a young man. Love compelled him to preach. Love compelled him to suffer. Love compelled him to die. And love compelled him to rise from the dead. But that wasn't enough. God's love was so, is so unfathomable. There's no depths or limit to it. He doesn't just want to be your friend. He wants to be an intimate relationship with you. And so He gave us the ultimate sign of that love. He gave us the Eucharist so that we could partake of Him, so that we could be one one with God through the flesh of Jesus. That is love. That is the power of the cross. And when Jesus died and when he rose again, he drew all things to himself and made all one, as he and the Father are one. And that brings about an interesting thing for us as Christians, for us who celebrate the divine mystery. We think of our life off as linear. We have this world, we're going to die, and then we're going to have that world. And to be true, sure, that's true in how we live in our time. But the essence, the reality is, when we were taken up into Christ, now we are taken up into eternity. And this is where... Father Alexander Schmemann, a blessed memory, a theologian who taught at St. Vlad's Seminary, was just all about his whole life was taken up with this. It's all eschatology. It's all eschatological. Everything we do is about the end of our life. But not waiting for it, we have it now in part. So when we partake of the Eucharist, when we celebrate these mysteries, we're celebrating, literally, use air quotes, with the saints that have gone before us. With all those who have striven to live their life in Christ and have partaken from the holy table, we're one with them. So when Roxana passed away, I did not lose contact with her. When my mother passed away, I did not lose contact with her. Because we partake of the same bread, she is taken up into the heavenly kingdom within God. We have communion with them. We're not abandoned. 
And this shows how catastrophic, and I'm going to use that word, it's strong, but it's important. It's catastrophic of sin. Because sin cuts us off from that communion. It cuts us off from communion from one another because it cuts us off from communion with God. I wish to know Christ in the power of His resurrection. And that is love. That is a sacrificial love that did all for you and I. So that we not just could walk with Christ, but we could be in Christ and we could be one with Christ. And He brought it all about because He became man. And He could elevate us to be God by our participation in Himself. The power of the resurrection was that Jesus was moved to compassion. Because He was God in the flesh and was like us in all ways but sin. And He wanted you and I to know He knows what we are going through. He feels it in His flesh. And His heart, His human heart, yearns for our communion with Him. God longs to be one for us. The power of the cross that we all wish to know is the love of Christ. And that's why we can see why St. Paul, when you read all his writings, they're based on his spiritual reflections, his spiritual journey. And he's telling us from his own experience what, it need, what we need to do. But ultimately, you can see him surrender. Surrender into the love of God when he said, It is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. I am weak, but he is strong. Because my, his love for me carries me and lifts me higher than I could be on my own. That's the power of the cross. That's the power that was present at the widow of name. That's the power that was present at Lazarus, raising of Lazarus. That, the power, that was the power that was present with his resurrection. And that's the power that will be with you and I, both in this world and the world to come. Let our cry, the groaning with our hearts, be that of St. Paul. I wish to know Christ and the power of of his resurrection.